Hello, my name is Liz Gurley, and you are listening to Memoir Distry. I'm in the car again. I'm in the car a lot when I do this. I think that's being in the car is very soothing for me. I get a lot of my thinking done in the car. So I think that's why I like to record here. I also feel like I sing the best in the car. Everything is the best for me when I'm in my car. So if you want to see the best version of Liz, get her in your car. That sounded really terrible. Get me in your car, baby. <laughs> so that actually uh, is perfect for what I wanted to talk about. I've been tumbling two words around in my brain. Uh, innocent and naive and trying to consider the differences and how they apply to me in different ways. Um, I think innocence is really beautiful um, and I really love it as I get older, the things that I find I'm, I still hold some innocence in. Um, I, I think when I was younger, to be innocent was to be naive, to not know something. I always felt like everybody like was holding, like keeping secrets from me. I didn't know certain things uh, when other people seemed to know them. Um, but as I get older, I'm less afraid to say that I don't know something. Cause I mean, I'm almost 40, but I don't know everything. I haven't heard of everything. Um, and so I'm more comfortable expressing my innocence and being like, what's that? I've never heard of that before. Explain this to me so now I know something. Instead of pretending I know or just listening and not really engaging in a conversation if I didn't know something. I hope you're following my, my process. I had a friend call me, I don't know, probably a month ago. And we talked about this idea um, that she felt like she was being really naive um, because a man was showing her some attention and she was uncomfortable. And so she wanted to clarify what his intentions were. So she asked him in a text and was, you know, very straightforward. And uh, she was like, oh, is that me being naive and stupid? It's like, no, that's you maintaining your innocence and asking for clarification and there's nothing wrong with that um you know we can't read each other's minds uh so if there's something that you feel weird about and you don't have enough information on you probably should ask um anyway so i really liked that idea though like the worry that you seem naive i know that i felt that way because i don't want to get taken advantage of um I'm most recently going through uh, a breakup. <laughs> most recently going through. I'm currently going through a breakup from the most recent man I dated. <laughs> All the words getting tumbled around in my mouth. Uh, I don't think I've... Well, I guess I have talked to someone today, but... It doesn't... I don't know if it counts when you're hiding your voice behind your mask. It's hard to hear. Anyway... I kind of, kind of talked to someone today, but this is the first like extended conversation I've had and <laughs> surprise, it's with myself. <laughs> anyway, I, so I'm going through a breakup and why was I sharing that? Uh, oh, because I just feel, um, after having been married for so long and dating this person for a, a year maybe a little longer than that. 
I've really thought about like innocence and being naive and and I get really scared to you know share like I get scared to fall in love and um, to accept love from someone because I'm just terrified that there's a lie in there somewhere and I'm just going to get trapped um, I mean that was that was for me the big betrayal of my marriage is that 10 years into our relationship I found out about this lie that I mean it just changed everything for me I don't think I knew it at the time that it was changing everything but six years in after the fact finding out it did I got divorced it changed everything about that relationship and so I I'm scared to extend myself to another person in that way because I don't I don't want to wake up and you know 10 years and be like oh shoot <laughs> you lied and that's why I'm here and now what uh Anyway, yeah. So innocence and being naive. I can't say I can't say it right. I'm gonna try. Na naivety, na na naivety, naivety, naive, naivety. I think that's how you say it. It just doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. I don't like either version. So whichever one is right, I don't know. But I also don't like the sound of it. So whatever. Um, that's why I just say being naive all the time or just naive. Um, speaking of innocence and being naive, <laughs> uh, I have been cutting up this book for some art and the book is called Sex and each chapter is just, um, someone sharing a story of, you know, what sex means to them, either what they like, what they don't like, their experiences that have happened, and they're very candid, and uh, being brought up where sex was definitely not something to be, you know, talked about and looked at and considered until after you got married. Um, I've really enjoyed reading the book and exploring, like, through other people. Um, just what sex is to me and, you know, my preferences. Uh, but it's taken a long time to get to that point because I haven't been comfortable with my body. Um, maybe it's aging or maybe it's just, you know, going through the things I've gone through in the past couple years. But I'm, I'm on team body right now. Like, I like my body because it's my vehicle to get my soul places. And so... <laughs> I've never before wanted to care for my body in certain ways. Granted, I'm not that great at it all the time. That's what happens when you get depressed. You just don't care for it well. But, um, you know, mind, body, spirit, i got to get my body in some shape. Uh, but I like my body. Even though it's not the healthiest it's ever been, I still like my body. I love my body. And so, anyway, uh, why was I sharing that? Oh, I'm getting there. My, my thought process. It's not, you know, it's never fully ironed out, but, but we get there eventually. Um, that takes me to my, my new muse that I've discovered, uh, Betty Davis. Um, she, I think she only has like four albums on Spotify. 
she was married to Miles, Miles Davis, I think, for like a year, if I remember correctly. Um, she's rumored to have also uh, had uh, relations with Jimi Hendrix. But man, I watched her documentary. I can't remember the name of the documentary, um, but it's on Amazon. Look up Betty Davis. Uh, and I just related to her so hard. And she's a, she's like, you never fully see her in the video. Like she doesn't reveal her whole self in the video, but she's alive and she's sharing her story. And I just really loved that she was, um, what's the word? She was very, uh, you know, uh, I don't devoted. She was very like, I, if the story is going to be told, it's going to be told the way I want it to be told. And also you can't make me show myself. <laughs> and so she was very committed to herself. She, um, she told her story the way she wanted to tell it. I mean, as far as I can tell. Um, so anyway, it's a really great documentary. I loved learning about her and I just fell in love with her music. I've been listening to her albums incessantly. Um, and one of the things that she had said is like, you know, her friends in, in the documentary are like, you know, Betty would be a certain way with us. And then you go see her persona on stage and you're like, whoa. And it was so sexual and, um, you know, raunchy and, uh, Betty Davis's response was always, well, but if I was a man, it wouldn't be a big deal, the things that I'm doing, you know, if I was a man. And I just have, I don't know, like, I have this innocence around being able to really express my sexuality, like, vocally. Um, it's, it's something I've never done before, unless I'm, you know, singing somebody else's songs, but... I would just love to be able to write in that way from that raw place of my sexuality as a woman. Um, but I feel so innocent and naive at the same time. And so I'm just exploring that. Um, I talk, I talk about, uh, how I started to get more in touch with my body. Um, once I separated and, you know, went through divorce and, uh, in my book, I wrote this book, I'm turning, so I got a little distracted because this car was really riding up on my booty. Um, I'm good. So I talk about reconnecting to my body in my book, I Was a Good Wife. It's a self-portrait of my, I think it covers about two years of, you know, being married to separated, to divorced, being single, just what it was like, the emotional toll. Um, but I reconnected my body and reconnected with my body in the past couple years um, through therapy and other methods that I discovered myself. And uh, so, anyway, if you're interested in reading more about that because you relate, um, you can pick up my book. Um, anyway, I think that's pretty much all I have. I don't, I don't really know how to round this out. Oh, there's that cat just ran across the street. This cat. When I come home. Maybe this is why it's running across the street. When I come home, I park my car and within minutes it's sitting on the roof of my car because my car is warm. And so I go get my car cleaned and then I wake up and I've got paw prints on my hood. Um, anyway, I'm home now so I could probably end this. But 
I don't know. What are the ways in which like you feel like you're innocent? And are you ashamed of that? You really shouldn't be. And then what are the ways in which you feel that you're naive about something? Yeah, that's what I'm exploring today. Friday freestyle. Now I'm going to go inside and do some painting. And then um, I'm really excited because I have some edits to do. And the genre of book is erotica. So that's pretty fun. So that's my day at Memoir Distry. I hope uh, you all have a lovely day yourself. And, uh, you know, I'll talk to you soon. This is Liz Gurley signing off.